0: Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another episode of Your Thick Bookworm, where I talk about love, life, world events, Uh, maybe, and of course, books from all genres. Listen to this podcast on your commute to and from work, even on a long family boring road trip. You never know. But let me tell you about this podcast. This podcast was created with the application called Anchor.fm a product of Spotify. This is an amazing platform of creating your very own podcast from anywhere in the world you can record, just on your smartphone. You can even have your podcast reach listeners on multiple applications, such as Spotify, of course, Google Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, and even Apple Podcasts. So just like me, let that podcast bug bite you and create and inspire others. Let's get started. Sunshine, this is your thick bookworm. Yes, I've been in my for a while, and basically, to say why was the last couple of episodes were really, really racy, so I had to cool it for a little bit and just you know refocus and maybe try a little bit more. You know, you never know. So, this is 2022, the height of COVID again. Ever in Southern California, we're actually reduced the mandate for masks being worn inside. So I'm so excited about that. And we're slowly, slowly getting back to normal. However, this is, in my personal opinion, it's just going to go back to full on masks again because people don't take care of themselves. People are still unvaccinated, people are vaccinated, and they're still getting sick. This COVID thing has to just run its course. That's what I truly, truly believe. All right, let's see. 2022, the height of news. Basically, Poland refuses to play Russia in the World Cup. All right, well, that's soccer if you are a soccer fan. I have a couple of friends that are hardcore soccer fans. What else is going on in the world today? Obviously, we all know about what's going on with um, Putin. I guess that's his name. The russian leader invades ukraine and it's just a horrible horrible thing that's going on my heart goes out to all the people that are suffering and it's just gonna get worse and i feel like this world is just on chaos mode from covid to millions of people dying to the battle for ukraine's second largest city It just it's, it's just going crazy and then we still have that whole like um, you know, police reinforcement, or reinforcing, um, police, or reformant, I guess I could say. There's a lot of things that's going on, and this world is, God, I don't know what's going on anymore. But let's not talk about the sad stuff. Let's talk about a couple of books that I've read. Okay, so let's start with the quote of the day. So the quote is by Edna St. Vincent Millay. The quote states, Be to her, Persephone, all the things I might not be. Take her head upon your knee. She that was so proud and wild, flippant, arrogant, and free. She that had no need of me is a little lonely child, lost in hell. Persephone, take her head upon your knee. Say to her, my dear, my dear, it is not so dreadful here. Wow, that is perfectly match for what the books I've read these past two couple weeks. There's also another quote I want to read to you. So, the second quote I want to read to you today is by Louise Gluck. It's German for luck. So, what she writes is when Hades decides to love this girl, he built for her a duplicate of earth. Everything the same down to the meadow. But with a bed added, everything the same, including sunlight, because it would be hard on a young girl to go so quickly from bright light to utter darkness. Gradually, he thought he'd introduce the night first as the shadows of fluttering leaves, then moon, then stars, then no moon, no stars let Persephone get used to it slowly. In the end, he thought she'd find it comforting. A replica of Earth, except there was love here. Doesn't everyone want love? Hades falls in love with Persephone in the Greek mythology of their story. Now, their story, It's completely different from the book that I read, obviously. Their real story was that Hades abducted Demeter's daughter, virginal daughter, and stole her away from Mount Olympus, Olympus. But that's not how this story evolved. This story has to do with, in modern times, so it isn't based off of the 5th BCE history of Greek mythology. It's definitely millennial times so let me give you a little brief history or brief overview of what greek mythology actually is and if you're a fan of me like me of greek mythology you kind of have a backstory of all the gods so let's go over it just a little bit for those that don't know about it so in a sense if you want to go back um for Greek mythology it was created by the author or should i say the philosopher the greek philosopher and that his name was homer so obviously you have um the book several books about these legends and these gods and goddesses so basically the 12 main gods would be zeus hera poseidon demeter athena apollo artemis ares Prophysius, Aphrodite, Hermes, and Dionysus. So those are basically the main heads of this Greek mythology. Now several of them are in relationships and they're all brothers and sisters type of relationships. So that's how it works. So in the book that I read, the book is called Neon Gods and it is by the wonderful writer and her name is oh my god i forgot her name oh yeah katie robert so katie robert also has a series it's going on it's called dark olympus and the first book is titled neon gods now the book neon gods has to do with telling of the story of 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 basically a new millennial reversion of persephone and hades now like i said before in the other um earlier was that Hades basically stole Persephone from from Mount Olympus. And that's in the real true accounts of Homer's accounts and written books. In this book, written by Katie Roberts, Persephone actually flees away from Mount Olympus. Now, in this book, Mount Olympus is divided into two halves, where there's three main powers Zeus Poseidon and Hades are the three main power powers and they're all brothers so these three titles or positions are passed down from generation to generations of Zeus from back dating back until the beginning of time so Zeus his children his children and so on and so on and his generations and so on with Hades so three titles Poseidon they're basically like Poseidon Zeus and Hades are initially like blood brothers and like all family they have family disputes and they're basically rivals in the Greek mythology Zeus and Hades are the top two which is basically light night and day or darkness and light which means Zeus is the god of lightning and light and Hades is the god of underworld So you can say like night and dark, the two sides of a coin, like yin and yang, good and evil. So in this book, um, Neon Gods, Zeus is made out to be a modern day bluebeard. And if you know that story of bluebeard, it's basically he marries these women, young women, and then kills them. And... And basically, that's what he is. He's a jerk and he's like he runs the upper half of the Mount Olympus and he puts himself on a high pedestals above all the other gods. And initially, yes, he is one of the top gods. But the way he goes about it, it's kind of jerkish, and that's what this book made him out to be. And I, I can understand it. I can understand it. So if he's the bad guy and perceived in this book, then the opposite would be Hades. And Hades is initially the good guy, which we'll go into a little bit more. So basically, the other gods that I mentioned, De- Demeter, Demeter is the goddess of the harvest and fertility. And she has several daughters. And one of her second oldest daughter is Persephone, Persephone Demetrius. And she's the virginal daughter. And society's little darling like i said this is very made in like the millennial time of like where social media is involved and paparazzi and and basically like um what are those socialites that's the word socialites so persephone is made to be seen as this perfect darling maybe you would compare her to like ariana ariana grande she's perfect and just everyone loves her and she's adorable and, you know, perfect. So, Demeter, basically, she was elected into the position. She wasn't actually passed down a generation to another generation like how Zeus was or Hades. So, she was elected by the people. And her daughter is Persephone. So, they maintain this view so that they're almost like the Kardashians type of thing and how they're perfect, but deep down inside, is it really that way? No, it's not. So Demeter goes to this socialite party where Zeus is hosting, and she's trying to get Persephone to be Zeus's wife, basically be the new Hera, which is initially Zeus's wife, and that's a position of one of the gods. Um but Persephone and everybody in the society knows that Zeus is a modern day bluebeard and he kills his wives and he's perceived as older like maybe in his 50s or 60s and Persephone is probably like barely in her 20s and so her mother tries to basically make this arrangement for Zeus to marry Persephone and Persephone is, has a panic attack and she is put on the spot in front of everybody and this announcement is made that Zeus is saying Persephone is my wife or my betrothed betrothed, or fiance and in front of all the houses she's basically ambushed with this engagement and this dangerous power behind the city is Zeus and it's like a facade because he makes it seem like everything's perfect in his world and he's the god and he's gonna have his perfect little Persephone. But she flees and she flees right out of the party. She just runs and runs to the lower half or the lower half of Mount Olympus, which is the dark side where Hades rules. Now, the story about Hades and his background Hades was born into this role. Like I said earlier, he is passed down from generation. His position is passed down from generations to generations. Hades's parents, the former Hades, was murdered by Zeus himself. And younger Hades at that time was in the house and his body was burned because Zeus had basically killed both his parents and he was in the fire as well he wanted to eradicate Hades position and just Zeus wanted to be the main supreme or the prima donna I guess you can say so ever since then young Hades has been planning since basically from a teen to now where he's almost 30 years of age and to protect the lower city because that's what his role is the underground So this book, basically, because of the murder that Zeus created in killing Hades' parents, there was a treaty made by the remaining 12 and 12 gods. Basically, neither Zeus nor Hades can cross each other's territory. And if so, the remaining 12 or 13 will... Uh, ally with the offending party and there'll be chaos in all war in olympus and like i said it this book was made up like modern but then it also had traditions from the past of homer's writing and i get it it's fictional it's fantasy but this book was perceived to be like dark fantasy where persephone and hades have this wild dark fantasy sex uh, book that's what I was and basically I was hoping for this type of book but mm, not really you know I kind of was a little disappointed it took me a little bit to finish the book and it was it was basically very little women I guess you can say because of the book writing Uh, and with a plot twist because Hades wanted revenge so he used Persephone and Persephone wanted to get away from Zeus and so they allied so they can basically rub Zeus's face rub their relationship in Zeus's face I guess you can say and Zeus gets revenge by cutting off supply chains to Hades territory by Persephone's mother and Persephone's mother wants power, so she's trying to figure out a way to put her daughter in world in the power, I guess, with Zeus. And so Persephone runs away and it has a little bit of fifty shades of Hades meets like Court of Roses Court of Throne and Roses, if you ever read that one by Sarah Moss, that's a good book as well, and it has a lot of fantasy in it. So Hades is basically a brooding, but clearly a good guy in this book, and that suffered a lot. And Persephone is the socialite debutante sunshine that wants to be a little bit bad. So in this book, they do have a few sex scenes and where Hades likes to play exhibitionist and he likes to put on a show with people there watching so it's almost like a sex club a room where they have even a safe word (laughs) and get this a play on homer's story is persephone has a safe word and the safe word is pomegranate now if you know the actual history of the persephone and hades story hades gives persephone a pomegranate and she eats if she eats the seeds, that's basically tying her to Hades, where Hades gets to keep Persephone for three two thirds of the year, and that's where you get your winter and fall because Hades has Persephone in underground, and she's no longer sunshine and happy, and her mother's sad that she Hades has her for two thirds of the year. And because Persephone's mother is Demeter, and she's the harvest goddess and, you know, fertility goddess as well. So basically, the world is no, it's basically like fall and winter during that time when Persephone is underground with Hades. But in this story, Hades and Persephone, like I said, they're exhibitionist, and they like to be watched while having these sexual scenes and their safe word which they had a brief a brief paragraph on that and it's very consensual the book but honestly why put the safe word in the book when she has no chance to use it she can use it but there's no need for her to use it because she's initially a freak just a little bit i think she's more freakier than hades is and hades is supposed to be the big bad wolf and she is like I'm okay with it, and there was no really dark fantasy in it, I mean, you, there's nothing to tear down with Hades, as in his, you know, his character, or his, his shell, he was very much open, and it was very overstated, and, you know, he was just like a brooding male that was just a hard shell, and all fluffy inside, like, it really wasn't, Something that I wanted. Like, I mean, like I said, Fifty Shades meet Quarter Rose, Thorn and Roses, and it's like, it didn't give me enough. Like I told you, it gave me, how do I say it? Did I enjoy the breeding of the sexual scenes? Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, does he go down on her? Yeah, sure, I like that. But the second book that I'm reading that has to do with um, Olympus or things of that nature, it's called uh oh god what is it called it's basically the story of eros which is basically another word for cupid god of sex and he's a minion to aphrodite so it's basically aphrodite's son and that story is with psyche which is persephone's younger sister and that's the second book that i'm reading and i think this book has a lot more sexual encounters than the first book and the first book you would think would want to like capture you and grab you to keep reading. But it gave me... I was a little challenged about reading it because I wasn't... I didn't like the whole modern day theme of Greek gods and goddesses. I didn't like it. I wanted old school Greek gods and goddesses. I wanted old school like chariots and... This is the way they did things back in the day. And I didn't really care for the modernization or the millennial times where they had cell phones and they had cameras and they had like these great cars and everything, you know, and these glamorous parties. I didn't really care for that. I wanted raw. I wanted history. But obviously it's fantasy. So it kind of disappointed me. Like I said, the sex scene wasn't that great. I mean, I've I've, I've I've read way more hotter books than this, so we'll see what happens in the second book. So I was a little bit disappointed about this book, but all in all, I liked it. I got to read it. I actually purchased this book from Barnes & Nobles from a friend that gave me a birthday card and or a birthday gift card, and I love it. I love that I got to experience the whole sitting in Barnes and & Nobles and sitting on the floor and reading the back of the book and getting excited about it and so I ended up buying it and like I said a little disappointed because I want more raw history in it versus the modern ultra modern city of Olympus you know but um we'll see what happens in the second book maybe there's more things in there that will be sexy because like I said I couldn't put myself into persephone and hades love life because i'm not an exhibitionist or is that how you really say it when someone looks watches or puts on a show i guess you can say or a peeping tom no that's not really what the word is what's the word i'm looking for i don't know exactly but you definitely i don't i don't really want people to watch me when I'm having relations that's something that I am not a fan of maybe you are so if that is the case then this book is right up your alley I mean sure would I love to try it would I have the excitement of putting on a show in front of people I think I would need to be more wrapped up in the gentleman's arms and make him feel I, I need him to make me feel that i'm sexy or wanted and lust after and if that was the case then maybe i'll put on a show maybe but then i'm borderline like hell yeah i'll put on a show because i'll wear like lingerie stuff and walk around but it's in front of the guy but it's not like showing another random stranger i don't think i could do that and if you could more power to you so that was just my little take on this book but There's so much more stories uh, from the philosopher Plato in in the book, uh, you know, in the book. Wow. I've been saying that his name is Homer. That's the name of the book. The philosopher, the philosopher, Greek philosopher is called Plato in the 5th, 4th century. I cannot believe I've been saying Homer this whole time. Wow. How embarrassing. Shows you how much I know about Greek mythology. But... Definitely consider reading more on it because it's a great subject if you're into it. And there's multiple gods that transition from Greek to Roman to other other um, English gods and things of that nature. So, like I said, kind of disappointed, but you know I do like Greek mythology. Hmm, interesting don't forget to follow my instagram page thick bookworm you can message me you can slide into my dms kind of like that gif and you can see the pictures and the covers of all the books that i'm reading once again thick bookworm on instagram go ahead and message me and like and follow Good morning, sunshines. Welcome to another episode of Your Thick Bookworm, where I talk about love, life, world events, maybe, most likely not, and of course, books from all genres pertaining to mainly romance, soft romance, hardcore romance, (laughs) and of course, my personal favorite, don't tell anybody, erotic novels. Yes. So, this is a great way to just kill some time, listen from, you know, on your commute to and from work or to a a long, boring summer trip. But technically, if it's summer, is it really boring? Hmm, no. So this is an amazing platform that Spotify created so that you can create your own podcast anywhere, anywhere in the world, recording on your smartphone, on your laptop, any smart device. You can even have listeners on different podcasts Applications like Apple Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just like me, you can create your own podcast and just talk. Shoot the shit and just talk. Get yourself out there and create something that can possibly entertain and inspire others. So let's get started. Yeah?